Hallelujah. All right. Psalm 21 is a psalm for the year 2021. And um, I want us to look at some things in that psalm. One of the things I learned from the Lord is that giving is spiritual warfare. He said that's what he wants me to talk about. All right. So let's call it giving us spiritual warfare. Hallelujah. We are going to begin with Genesis chapter 14, beginning from verse 18. If I let's go back a little, let's begin from verse 13. Then one who had escaped came and told Abraham the Hebrew, for he dwelt by turban trees of Mamre, the Emirate. Brother of a skull and brother of Anna, and they were allies with Abraham. Now, when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, captive, he armed his three hundred and eighteen trained servants who were born in his house, and were in pursuit as far as Dan. Now, notice something here: they were born in his house and trained. You see, one thing I've learned. Sometimes the hardware ministry is never delegates to the untrained. We've learned that teaching transfers information and insights training profiles skills teaching is education Training is equipping. Training guarantees effectiveness. Because training is practical and relevant. That's why even if you study engineering, you can work with it in a bank. I hope you know that. I hope you know you can work in a bank if you study engineering. Because to work in a bank, what you require is training. You see, and that's why in engineering courses, they have what we call industrial training. You see, because training is always practical. Teaching is theoretical. 
Teaching is theoretical. I wanted to write teaching again. Theoretical. Because teaching is simply transference of knowledge. But training is not. Are you on there? And when you're trained, you are more effective. That's why the largest churches in the world are not pastored by Bible school graduates. And that's why our own ministerial training college is called a training college. It's not, a, it's not just a Bible school. It's a training college. See? Because many Bible schools, they give information and insight, but they don't give you skills. For instance, the largest churches in Nigeria are not pastored by people who went to Bible school. Younger Cho, who pastors the largest church in the world, what he learned from Bible school is not what made him the pastor of the largest church in the world. See that? And that's why as a Christian, no matter how much knowledge you have, you must have a practical walk with the Holy Spirit. It's very important. Hallelujah. Alright, let's go back to where we were. It says, verse 14, Genesis 14, 14. Verse 14. Now when Abraham heard that his brother was taken captive, he armed his 318 trained servants who were born in his own house and went in pursuit as fast down. Now there are three things we see here. Not only do you educate or equip you also need to empower. And as the army. See, he armed them. And that's why when you come for trainings or I send you a letter and write down some books you should go and read. Go and buy those books. You are arming yourself. Are you following me? All right. Verse 15. He divided his forces against them by night. He and his servants attacked them and pursued as far as Hobah, which is not of Damascus. So he brought back all the goods and also brought back his brother Lot and his goods, as well as the women and the people. And the king of Sodom went out to meet him at the valley of Shaveh, that is the king's valley, after his return from the defeat of Kedolaoma. And the kings who were with him. Then Melchizedek, king of Salem, 
brought out bread and wine, it was the priest of the most of God most high. Now this changed my life today when I was studying this. It says he brought out bread and wine. And the Lord spoke to me and said that receiving communion is a celebration of victory. Because when he was coming back from the victory was when he received communion. See that? So every time he received communion over any issue, the victory concerning that issue has been established. Are you all there? All right. Next. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God most high, possessor of heaven and earth. Now, God most high is El Elyon. It, is, it means the most high God. Or the highest. This is a name that God uses for himself. When there is a comparison. With other gods. He speaks of God as it relates to his position and his power. If you study the name God Messiah, you will notice that when God is fighting, it's called God Messiah. Look at Psalm 7 verse 17. It says, I will praise the Lord according to the righteousness and I will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. Now look at Psalm 9 beginning from verse 1. Look at this. It's prison. I will praise you, O Lord, with all my whole heart. I will tell of all your marvelous works. Then it says, I will be glad and rejoice in you. I will, praise, I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Look at the next thing it says. When my enemies come back, they shall perish, fall and perish at, my, at your presence. Who? At the Most High's presence. When you study this name, God Most High, you find that when God wants to fight, it comes as God Most High. Because when he's functioning as God Most High, he's demonstrating himself as higher than all other gods. Things I'm 18, 13. Okay, the Lord turned from heaven. The Most High uttered his voice. Hailstone and coals of fire. Because Abraham just came from a battle. He had never known God as God Most High. So now the priest of God Most High, Melchizedek, comes and says... Blessed be Abraham of the Most High God, possessor of heaven and earth. Go back to Psalm 18, 13. He 
It says, the Lord thundered from heaven. The most high uttered his, his voice, hail stones and clothes of fire next. He sent out his arrows and scattered the foe, likeness in abundance, and he vanquished them. God must have. Verse 15. Then the channels of the seas were seen. The foundation of the world were uncovered. At your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of your nostrils. Next. He sent from heaven. It took me. It drew me out of many waters. Next. It delivered me from my strong enemy, from those who hated me, but they were too strong for me. Next. They confronted me in a day of calamity, but the Lord was my support. Which Lord? God must have. Psalm 91, beginning from verse 1. What did he say? He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High, shall abide on the shadow of the Almighty. When it comes to battle and protection, is the Most Look at verse 9. Because we made the Lord is my refuge, even the Most High, your dwelling place. Here, what it says, verse 10. It says, No evil shall befall you, nor shall any plague come near your dwelling. God most high guarantees a 100% victory. When God most high reveals himself to you, all your enemies must bow. Hallelujah. So, I pray that God reveals himself to you as God most high. Yeah. Look at Psalm 47. Beginning from verse 1. Oh, clap your hands, all you people. Shout to God with the voice of triumph. For the Lord Most High is awesome. He's a great king over all the earth. Next. He will subdue the people's own house and the nations under our feet. When God Most High shows up, forget it. Anyone that comes against you has come to be defeated. Verse 4. He will choose an inheritance for us. The exodus of Jacob whom he loves. Selah. God has gone up with a shout. The Lord with the sound of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. When you are singing, God must I begins to take on vengeance on those who oppose you. You know, every name of God is an expression of his character. Every name of God is a revelation of his nature. So when you know his name, you know what he can do. You know his character. You know what to expect. Now we're looking at giving us warfare. Let me read you something else. In Psalm 50, verse 14. It says, Offer to God thanksgiving. Pay your vows to the Most High. We're looking at giving us warfare. Pay your vows to the Most High. Who do you pay your vows to? To the Most High. Who do you tithe to? To the most high. It says, offer to God thanksgiving. Pay your vows to the most high. It says, call upon me in the day of trouble. And I'll deliver you and you shall glorify me. Who will deliver in the day of trouble? The most high. Giving is more than, look at something in Psalm 56. Beginning from verse 1. It says, Be merciful to me, O God, for 
man will swallow me up. Fighting all day, he oppresses me. My enemies would hound me all day. That means they are like dogs coming after him. For there are many who fight against me. Almost I. See, when God is engaged in battle, it comes either as God must I or Lord of hosts. Look at verse 3 now. When I'm afraid, I will trust in you. Verse 4. It says, in God, I will praise his word. In God, I will put my trust. I will not fear. What can flesh do to me? Why? God must have. Read it. It's a psalm of victory. Go and study it yourself. Look at Psalm 57, 1 to 2. Be merciful to me, O God. Be merciful to me, for my soul thirsts trust in you. And in the shadow of your wings, I will take my refuge on that until these calamities are passed by. The man is in trouble. Who will you call to? Verse 2. I will cry out to God most high. To God who performs all things for me. Verse 3. He shall send from heaven and save me. He reproaches the one, he reproaches the one who will swallow me up. Selah. God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. God must have. Whenever God shows up as God must have, he's ready to take down enemies. He is a possessor. He is a possessor of heaven and earth. See, God Mosai is also the God that devised to us our inheritance. He devised to us our inheritance. In other words, if you want to have landed properties, then you must know how to relate with God Mosai. Hallelujah. Let me read you something about God Mosai. In Deuteronomy 32 verse 8. When the Most High divided the inheritance to the nations. See, if you want landed properties, then God Most High must be a revelation you possess. Hallelujah. That's the God that defends you. The God that delivers you. The God that gives you landed property. The God that lifts you up above your enemies. The God that announces you. God must have. And Satan was very silly when he said, I will be like the most high. The most high replied, you shall be cast to the ground. He began to curse him. Don't dare that name. It's a name God guards jealously. See, for instance, the name Elohim is God's name. Elohim refers to the one who is worthy of worship. Or one who manifests his power in order to be worshipped. See, he's a creator. But the word Elohim can be used to translate gods. Because the word Elohim is plural for gods. When you see him, I am. For instance, Shamaim, heavens. Elohim refers to Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one. We can used to refer to God, but El Elyon. Hear me alone. No contest. Hallelujah. One of the places I was reading says that they may know that only you are Lord, most high. Let's go back to Genesis. 
Did you learn something today just now? All right. Chapter 14, verse 19. And he blessed him and said, Blessed be Abraham of God, Mosai, possessor of heaven and earth. See, when you're dealing with God most high, whatever you need, whether it's in heaven, whether it's on earth, is available to you. That's why he's the one that delivers our inheritance to us. And blessed be the God most high who has delivered your enemies into your hands. See that? The most high is the one that delivers your enemies into your hands. He's reminding Abraham. Abraham is not because you are strong. Because of God most high. And he gave him a tithe of all. Whenever you tithe, you are recognizing God as your source. Number two, in your titan, you are recognizing God as the owner of what he gave you. You see that? Number one, recognizing him as the source. Number two, as the owner. But you only steward. Number three, you are giving glory to God. This is, and blessed be God most high. Who has delivered your enemies into your hand and he gave him a tithe of all? Now the king of Sodom said to Abraham, Give me the presents and take the goods for yourself. And Abraham said to the king of Sodom, I have raised my hand to the Lord God most high, the possessor of heaven and earth, and that I will not take nothing from a, from a tread to a sandal strap, that I will not take anything that is yours, lest you say I've made Abraham rich, except only what the young men have eaten. And the portion of the men who went with me, Anna, Eskola, and Mamre, they didn't take their portion. Verse 15, chapter 15, 1 now. After these things, after he had given his tithes, the word of God came to Abraham in a vision saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham. I am your shield. You've entered into a, cont or a contract right now. I am your defense. Giving us warfare. After he gave his tithes, the Lord came and said, I am your defense. There are three primary reasons we tithe. One, for protection. Two, for provision. Three, for promotion. Provision. Protection. Promotion. We'll look at all that. I am your shield. Your exceedingly great reward. I am your protector and your provider. The reason many of us don't enjoy continuity in the flow of divine provisions is that we don't tithe. And don't forget in the natural world, money is very important. Money is very important in the natural world. Because whoever has more money in the natural world has more influence. So, I take that money. I take mammon. And I use mammon to worship God. 
and God Most High stands up on my behalf and says, where are your enemies? If we really understood giving the way the Bible teaches it, then generosity will be an addiction. Hallelujah. Let me show you something in Genesis 28. And let's begin from verse 14. Also your descendants shall be as a dust. Let's begin from verse 12 so that we get all the context and see this. Verse 13. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, Lord, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, the God of Isaac, the land on which, you, on which you lie, I will give to you and your descendants. And your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and the east, the north and the south. And in you and your seed, all the founders of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and bring, back, bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely I know the Lord is in this place. I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome this place. This is not all at the house of God, the gate of heaven. Watch this. Then Jacob arose early in the morning and took the stone that he had put at his head and he set up a pillar and poured oil on top of it. And he called the name of the place Bethel, but the name of the city was called Luz previously. Then Jacob made a vow, saying, If God will be with me, and keep me in this way that I am going. And give me bread to eat and clothing to put on. So that I come back to my father's house in peace. Then the Lord shall be my God. And this son I said was a pillar which shall be God's house. And of all that you give me, I will surely give a tent to you. Now he said, God, if you prosper me and do this thing. You give me food to eat. You are with me wherever I go. And he says, and you bring me back to my father's house. I'll give you a tithe. Now you see why when Laban was coming to kill him, God rebuked him. God Musa. This young man has said he would tithe to me if I take him home safely. Esau came to him and hugged him. Giving us welfare. That you may bring me back to my father's See that? And that tells me that if we're truly generous and we truly give, many issues in our father's house will be solved. Because for many of us, we keep, we, we just, it's just, we want to still, you know, struggle and struggle and struggle. So if you do that one, I'll give you time. And he ensured he got back to his father's house. There are many of us say we tithe from time to time. Sometimes we don't tithe. We find an excuse not to tithe. And a problem from our father's house haunts us down. Giving us warfare. We have to have that understanding. Let me show you something else. Go to Malachi. Two or three. Let's begin from verse 8. Will a man rob God? Yet you've robbed me, but you say, In what we have we robbed you? In tithes and offering. 
You are cursed with a curse. For you have robbed me, even this whole nation. That means a nation can be cursed, a family can be cursed. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse. You know, some of us tithe, we don't tithe every time. How many of you know what I'm talking about? You tithe from your salary, you don't tithe from other allowances and some money that comes in. And, 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 and what if I, so this is the wicked thing the devil puts and say, what if, what if this person not give me now? Will I tithe? You are telling God to shut down the flow of finance because he's the one that moved on this person to give to you. You thought the person just gave you. It says, bring all the, store, all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. And try me now in this. The Lord says, test me. Says the Lord of heaven's armies. Uh, uh, what has war got to do with this? I thought it's just offering I'm giving. God says when it comes to money matter, it's warfare. Because that's what Satan used to control people in this world. Anyone that will use money to worship me, I will take on their battle. Give it to me in the New Living Translation. It says, bring all the tithes in the storehouse so that there may not food in my temple. If, if you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies. The Lord of, the captain of the Lord's host. Now you see why, yes sir, when Achan took from the first fruit and buried it and Israel lost the battle because giving is warfare. I mean, if you know Joshua 6, they went to war, they had a victory, and they can hit something. And when they went to war, they had a victory, and they can hit something. And when they went to fight those of AI, they lost. They lost. Let me show you that. Because here it says you're across this whole nation. Let's go to Genesis, Joshua 7. I don't know why Genesis comes to my mind. And you go to Genesis 8. I'll go to Genesis 8 later. Look at this. Let's read from verse. I don't want to keep you here. Let's read from verse 2. Now Joshua sent men from Jericho to Ai, which is beside Beth Heaven, on the east side of Bethel, and spoke to them, saying, Go up, spy out the country. And the men went up and spied out Ai. And they returned to Joshua and said to him, Do not let other people go up, but let two or three thousand go up and attack Ai. Do not worry all the people, for the people of Ai are few. No, Jericho was a mighty with walls, they won. But God says, everything you get from Jericho is for the Lord. Everything you get from Jericho, that's the first fruit. Everything you get from Jericho, the first fruit, God says, is for me. Let me show that to you in Joshua 6. And um, let's read verse just a moment all right verse 17 to 19 now the city shall be doomed by destruction to the lord by, by the lord to destruction eat and all who are in it only rehab and the hallowed shall live she and all are all who are with her in the house because of she hid the messenger that we sent 
and you by all means abstain from their costings lest you become a cost when you take up their costings and make the camp of Israel a cost and trouble it. You see why God said you are cost this whole nation. He says, don't all the things that don't take it. Look at verse 19. But all the silver and gold and the vessels of bronze and iron are consecrated to the Lord. They shall come to the treasury of the Lord. Jericho was their first city. So God says, when you get to the first city, everything there, give it to me. When you get to the first city, we've come to our first month. See, we've come to our first month. So when you get to the first city, everything belongs to the Lord. That's why when you come into a year, the firsts belongs to God. And we are so addicted to it that after the first night offering, we add it to our first fruit. That's how we are committed to this thing. So come to Joshua 7. God had told them, bring it to the Lord. Let's continue verse 4 now. So about 3,000 men went up from there from the people, but they fled from the men of Ai. And the men of Ai struck down about 36 men. Nobody died in Jericho, a bigger place, but somebody's dying now. For they chased them from before the gate as far as Shebarim and struck them down on the descent. Therefore, the house of God melted and became like water. Everybody was scared. Next. Then Joshua tore his clothes and fell to the earth on his face before the ark of the Lord until evening. And all the elders of Israel, they put dust on their heads. And Joshua said, Alas, Lord God, why have you brought these people over to Jordan at all to deliver us into the hand of the Amorites to destroy us? Oh, that we have been content and dwelt on the other side of Jordan. Oh, Lord, what shall I say when Israel turns its back before its enemies? For the Canaanites and all the inhabitants of the land will hear it and surround us and cut off our name from the earth. Then what, would, what will you do for your great name? See, that's why I tell you, God guards his name. God guards his name. Next verse. So the Lord said to Joshua, get up, why do you lie with us on your face? Israel has sinned, and if transgress my covenant, which I commanded them, for they've taken some of their costings, they are both stolen and deceived. And they've also put it among their own stuff. Therefore, the children of Israel could not stand before their enemies, but turn their back before their enemies, because they become doomed to destruction. Neither will I be with you anymore, unless you destroy their cause from among you. Get up, sanctify yourself, and say, sanctify yourself tomorrow, because thus says the Lord God of Israel, there's an accosting in your midst. O Israel, you cannot stand before your enemies until you take away their accosting from among you. You see that? Until they caught given his warfare you want the most high to take on your battles then make sure you fulfill your vows be a titan give your first fruit 
I just told you we've just released something. The church. I don't play with first fruit. I do it religiously. Uh, maybe somebody sends money from, money from abroad. This is the first time, maybe in a year. I said that's my first fruit, the first money from abroad. A member sends money to me. This is the first time a member is sending. That's the first, first fruit. A pastor sends to me. That is the first fruit of a pastor sending to the account. That is the way I do my own. Because I want the most high to fight for me. Two years ago, I was so exhausted. Exhausted. Those who are close to me know that time. Some pastors came to see me. My family moved into a hotel because I was, so that people would just be seven. I was exhausted. The Lord spoke to me and said, you shall not die. I was a top period. If you see me walking, how many of you saw me when I'm walking? I'm walking. How many of you saw me in that period? Okay. The most high took on my battle. The most high. Without drugs, the most high took on my battle. See, it says, pay your vows to the most high. Call upon me to deal with trouble, and I will deliver you. What you are giving now is your deliverance in the day of trouble. I'm not preaching this thing because I came here to talk about it. What did I come to preach about? So I'm 21, right? So it's not like I, I came, it's okay. It's doing it for first week. One of the last things I want to preach, sorry. Naturally, I don't like talking about money. I mean, if you know me about that matter, that money matter. I can't even forget offering in a service. I've been it many times. They'll say offerings. Oh, sorry. So also got an offering. Go to Malachi 3.10. It says, Bring all the tithes into the storehouse and make food in my house and try me now. And it says a lot of hosts. If I will not open for you the windows of heaven and pour out for you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. Next. It says, And I will rebuke the devourer for your sakes. I am giving. You are blessing me. Provision. It says, I am going next level protection. I'll rebuild the ground for your sakes, so that it will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. There's one thing I noticed about titles. Consistent titles have revelation. Because your heart is a ground. And one proof that you've conquered greed is your obedience in the money matters. And I'll show you how the fruit of your ground can be destroyed. It can refer to your investments because it's dealing with uh, people who are agrarian people, they are farmers. But look at the book of Matthew, chapter 13, and let's look at verse 22. It says, Now he who receives it amongst us is he who hears the words, and the cares of this world, and what? And the deceitfulness of riches choke the world and it becomes unfruitful. You see that? Because your heart is the ground. There are four grounds. 
the wayside, the stony ground, the ground choked with thorns. And it tells me the thorns are the cares of this world. When you're always worrying about money matter, pursuing money, God says the way out, be a giver. Conquer the spirit of mammon. If not, the word of God will not bear fruit in your heart. That's why many people read the word of God, they get nothing. Many people read the word of God, they remember nothing because the word of God has been choked by the deceitfulness of riches and the cares of this world. The reason why you won't give is because you're worried. If, if I give the money now, how will I eat tomorrow? If I give, how will I do the other? If I give, so the worries are there. See? Because when you master money, your heart rests. And one way to release your faith is in your giving matter. That's why it's called seed faith. When you release your seed or you release your offering or your tithe or whatever God tells you to give, it affects your faith. I'll show you. Because many of us are struggling unnecessarily because we're not giving what God tells us to give. We're not giving when God tells us to give. So we are unfruitful. See that? And that's why if you notice, the largest churches in the world are giving churches. Whether it's Young Gishos Church, whether it's Winner's Chapel, whether it's even the new, new generation churches some of them in America that even wear jeans and, and they, their churches, they have what they call gener generosities or whatever. People, people, everybody in the church will empty their accounts. Americans, not Nigeria, America, everybody, pastor, all the members. Because if you don't conquer the cares of this world, the sisters of riches, you'll be unfruitful. Many of you, your prophetic promise sown into your heart has died before it grew because of the sinfulness of riches. How many times have you heard God say, go and empty your account? You see, ah, if I empty my account, ah, I cannot do, ah, how will I survive? The, ah, this one, you kept it. Then a war came that ate up your money. That was the day of trouble God was saving you from. When churches were being flooded in this land, the biggest churches in this land, I ran to the Lord and I said, Lord, our church said, oh, don't worry. You tight. I said, they tight. I said, no, they give targets. You tight. Forget about it. Tell the earth to swallow the water. 2012. The water. Something will happen to your church. I'll come again. Lord, say, ah, relax. You tight. You tight. That means when you don't tie it, God's hands are tied. Look at Mark to the 4, verse 19. Let's read 18 to 19. Now, these are the ones who are among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word and the cares of this life, 
of this world and the deceitfulness of riches, watch this, and the desire for other things entering in choke the word and it's the word becomes unfruitful. Say, the message you are preaching is not working in my life because of this fact that you are not a giver. You are not a tither. Your ground is filled with tongues. Too much tongues. My son in Portacot, during his son's birthday last year, was it last year's son's birthday? And he sowed the seed into my life. And I said, what are you sowing for? He says, my son's birthday. And sowed into Pastor Vincent's life as well. It's his son's birthday. 180,000, 200,000, 150,000, 80,000. This just keeps sowing to his father. He pastors the largest branch. So why you're not fruitful? Why what you are hearing? All the declarations on your life. Nothing do you. Nothing they happen. So stingy. It is choke. It chokes the word. The word becomes. See, many people here they could have gone further than where they are. But they will not give. Even what I'm saying right now is entering one ear, coming out of the other ear. So I'm saying, see, make it finish, make it talk. See, say now the Holy Spirit and this push up. Make it tell us, make it give. I'm running in my pocket. I go on with Aradite and they go ahead. Luke chapter 8, verse 14. Now, the ones that fell among sons are those when they have heard go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life and bring no fruit to maturity. Why can't you finish whatever you start? You start a book, you never finish it. You start a project, you never finish it. You never finish anything. Show me something you finished. See, when you find accidents and even notice in my own personal life that those who have driven my cars and have accidents are those that they were owing God money. So because they are the ones driving, the Vara came to hawk the car. Everyone that has driven my car that had accident, go and ask them if they didn't eat God's money. Go and find me one that didn't eat God's money. Because this scripture cannot be broken. Why can't you finish what you start? I will study the Bible from, from beginning to this year to the end. You've been promising yourself you've not finished the Bible since you've been a Christian. You're looking at me. Because you are so stingy. You, the aradite spirit is, is, is broken from your life in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Your initials, whatever your name is, there's A, 
GG. Let's say your name is Dele. Dele Anadai Glue Gum. Your surname. It sounds funny. Because there are many unnecessary wars people are fighting. God told them that no man shall be able to stand before the old, the old days of your life. They ate his first fruit. They ran away. God said, I'm no longer happy with you. You're on your own. Because these are giving thing. It's a recognition thing. First matters of the heart. First day of the fast. First Wednesday. First Tuesday. First healing school. Looking for anything to give. That is first. So because we are stupid? No. Let this year come to an end again, you see. Why are they asking what am I using? Because they work with politicians. They go and beg for money. They do everything to get money. And I'm here quietly, just quiet, doing my thing quietly. And I'm making progress. So what is he using? Most high. The most high. It's warfare. It says, I'll rebuke the devourer for your sakes. And he shall not destroy the, the fruit of your ground. Nor shall your vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field. And I told you, that could also refer to miscarriages. Thank God for tithing. Would have lost love. At six months, African science had kicked in. My wife was dilated. She said, I'm going home. She said, if anything happens, sign here, sign this, and we sign anything. I'm a tighter. I will not fail to bear fruit. Not fail before the time. How many women are suffering unnecessary miscarriages? Unnecessary. See, if you begin to take generosity seriously, many of you will be married by the end of this year. Many of you. One of the most generous women I met in my younger days was a lady called Violet. Also called Valerie. She will feed all of us. They are coming from Benin to feed everybody with her money. When I was coming alone, that's how she would go and meet her pastor and bring money to feed me. That's how there will be meat. There will be, um, what would you call that your thing that is green? Periwinkle. And everything will be inside. You know, you will eat your food. Your food is food. That's why I like. I thank God I'm a job, man. The food is always full. There's fish. There's meat. There's snail. There's uh, smoked fish. There's the other fish that uh, stockfish. There's perinco. There's shrimp. There's, ah, God. God bless you, job people. God bless you. 
She will use her own money and feed us. Do you know she never prayed for a husband to marry? We were many around her. It was on the prayer point. It was a contest. I won. <laughs> Hallelujah. You are praying for a husband. How generous are you? See, when you tithe, that's an obligation. A woman doesn't tell her husband, you are such a loving husband just because she provides food for the house and clothes for the children. By the time the man starts going extra mile, buys her a car, takes her out for dinner, buys her clothes, takes care of her, makes, takes her vacations, she says, oh, you're so sweet, you're so loving, because he's going the extra mile. Are you going the extra mile? Father, open, open any cobweb on my face. Any cobweb. Now, where do you find cobweb? It's a place that is locked. Am I right? And there's no movement. There's no movement in your life. There's no transaction with heaven. Oh, the cobweb on my face. Any, any, any monkey banana eating my banana. You didn't give your banana because if you gave the banana away, you sold it, there'll be no monkey to eat anything. God will rebuke the defrauder for your sake. Collide with the rock of ages. Collide, 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 collide. You've been praying collide, collide, collide. Time they go. I was watching the testimonies of sacrifice, Shiloh sacrifice. And ladies that will give radically. And they say, I am married. Or maybe they were younger then. They said, my sister is married. That says married. That says married. This is married. So they're married. Broke the thing on their family. Broke it. It's warfare. Everybody wanted to marry you. As they're going like this, they go on. But they say, And then I won't come again. They close. Some people, it's so bad that they get the introduction. After introduction, You are in trouble now. You need the most high. What have you vowed? What did the most high tell you to give? What did the most high tell you to give? Release it. As you release it, something will happen. My wife wanted to marry me. There were so many rich people still chasing her. Say the guy doesn't have money. Let me take you to Dubai. We will do like this. I will buy everything from here. I will buy everything. After she married me, they were still chasing her. I'm still ready to spend the money. Anything you want. You, young, you're fine. Shape you have. You have intelligence, you have everything. But nobody to see you. Because you're stingy. Giving is warfare. Let me show you a few more and release you tonight because some of you are not doing this one. You are doing your face. So I know that they worry me. That they worry me. Now, relax. Just a minute. I'm not denying the fact that they are worrying you. But are they so powerful that God cannot change your story? If they are more powerful than God, let's go and worship whatever they are worshiping. 
If the Most High is not intervening in your trouble, then where, where are vows? There are many of us here who would have gone very far. Very, very far. Look at verse 12. And all nations will call you blessed. He's announcing you. You'll be a delightful land. Attractive. An attractive land. Says who? The Lord of hosts. The Lord of heaven's armies. God said, I am fighting to make this happen. Go check. Go figure. You'll find that people who are big sacrificial givers, they don't beg for husband. Mm -mm. The most high is fighting. They don't beg for children. The most high is fighting. Given his warfare. When Abraham released Isaac, what did God tell him? He said, in blessing, I will bless you. He just released Isaac. In multiplying, I multiply your seed. As the stars of the heaven and as the sand on the seashore. Genesis 22. And as the sand on the seashore. Then he said, your seed will possess the gates of his enemies. Warfare. Because you turn the battle at the gate. Warfare. Your seed will have victory in their war. See, your father is giving, children are having victory. Or children are having victory. Father is giving. That's how powerful this thing is. It's affecting the victory of the next generation. Giving is warfare. Giving is warfare. So, because some of you have done many deliverances. Deliverances. I believe in deliverance. I do deliverance for some people. But if you are a stingy cook, the devil will only come out like this true. Then come back. Why? Because the word of God is choked and it's the word that keeps the devil out. And when you're not giving, it is choked. Are you learning anything today? See, it's warfare. See, that in blessing, I will bless thee. In my divine, my daughter said, the stars of heaven and the sound of the seashore, and thy seed shall possess the gate, and you turn the battle at the gate. I'm too tired of this unnecessary war. Your life looks like the life of your family members. You are going to church, you. But the same spirit worrying the unbeliever is worrying you. Look at Psalm 127 verse 5. It says, Happy is a man who has a quiver full of them. They shall not be ashamed. It says, But they shall speak with their enemies in the gate. Psalm 127 verse 5. 127 verse 5. But the, the seed you're sowing now is giving your children victory in front. What did God tell Isaac in Genesis 26, 25? He says, I will give you this land because Abraham obeyed my voice. When did Abraham obey his voice? Genesis 22, verse 18. When he gave that willing to release Isaac, he settled his generations forever. 
Genesis 26, 5, Genesis 22, 18. Obey this voice. Genesis 26, 5, Genesis 22, 18. Obey this voice. Genesis 22, 18. Say, when you learn these things, because many of you, God talks to you, give this one, say, ah, if I give it, how can I say He's saying there's trouble in front that you want to be spared from. There was before a political figure and some pastors were there during the challenging period in this country. And they were begging for money. I was just looking at all of them. They were begging. I felt embarrassed for them. They were begging for, begging for money. I was so embarrassed that I was there. I was embarrassed. But when it comes to giving, this ministry gives. This ministry gives. Sometimes we throw one million in this direction. Sometimes we some ministries in America, we just divide like that. And so, doing our thing quietly. So, you need to wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. Because there are some battles that are not necessary to fight. Minimize your war. Recently, I was exhausted, going through a lot of challenges. And yesterday, I released, by the grace of God, almost 1 million naira, 980-something thousand naira. This morning, the ministry released its own. Look at me. If you told me I'll be able to study as long as I study today and I'll stand here, I will believe you, but I'll look at you with one eye. Because I knew what was happening to my body. But there has been a war. And we know how to fight this war. There's a mission in this country, whenever there's noise around and people fighting against them on the internet, they just released a big seed. One time the battle was much and they wrote a check for one billion naira. Everything quieted in Nigeria. The most time. The most time stood on the other. Some of you here are coppers. While your other coppers are eating, find money be sowing. Father, I'm trusting you. I will not look for a job. I am trusting you. As I'm through with this, I give myself two years. I should be married and settled. You know, but they won't do it. They will eat all the money from their youth, 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 youth service. Finish it that they are youth. When they are 35, they are youth. No man is seeing them. They are still youth. Because the seed of youth, they ate it. So they not cross from youth into adulthood or marriage. When I finished youth service and they gave us our seven five, people even have better money now. From the what did they call that in the orientation camp? I carried the money. I said, Lord, you will find me transport. You will find me transport. And a lady gave me some money for transport to go to Calabar. From Calabar, I met somebody 
favor of God. In fact, the guy is still looking for me now because the guy is in money. And he gave me money and I was able to reach uh, from Calabar. I got to Portacot. From Portacot, I potted in worry. From worry, I think I went to Benin. That's how the journey was. It was a rugged journey. But look at me now. To be able to pay every year $60,000 calculated. $60,000. That's when they reduced it to, to the time to $7,000 or $9,000. So that one was like $72,000 calculated. And I'm not taxing all of you. Because when I was in my youth, I carried my seven five and I went to give to the Lord. Foolish boy. I was talking to someone in the UK said, most Nigerian pastors call us to beg for money. You, you don't beg. <laughs> beg that we are. Last month, we paid $7,000 plus another $5,000. That's $12,000. Calculate it. Calculate it. How much is $12,000? That's over $4 million, right? So, you are there eating your money. Eat it too. A time is coming when your uncle will be old cannot supply for you. A time is coming when your father will be old cannot supply for you. Then that's when your seed will be speaking. But if you've not seen anything, I'm sorry for you. See, you learn how to you let your money work for you in your future. Look at Christmas. Clothes for the children. Plenty clothes. Entering this new year. Boxers. 240,000 naira boxers. 240,000 naira boxers. Quality boxers. Plenty. You wear one in the morning, wear one in the evening. See, most of you are too selfish. You are too stingy. You are too selfish. You eat your fish alone. You don't even, some of you don't even sell it. You eat it alone. Hallelujah. How many of you say you needed to hear this message today? Let me see. If you don't put your hand, you need to hear it. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. I'm the pastor. So if you are prospering, I will know. Because the income will go higher. what I'm saying. If you are prospering, I should say, okay, the income has increased to uh, 12 million or 14 million. No, steady. If it jumps, it will be 1 million. So, if, if we depended on the people, this ministry would have closed since. That's what I'm telling you that. You see, if you, if you are prospering, I will tell you you are prospering. I will see it on your faces. I just say, oh my gosh, what's happening? 
also, can you imagine? Someone just gave me two cars one day. Can you just imagine? See, I'm, I'm yet to hear a testimony in this church that makes me do. I'm yet to hear it. Healings, oh, we have that one. Miracles, we have but financial testimonies because the stingy coldness is very cold. I'm talking in dollars. We'll soon pay another $5,000 again this month. Is anybody putting a gun to your head? Because I know that when we give, it shall be given unto us. Good measure. Pressed down. Shaken together and running over. I know what it means to leave my phone somewhere without knowing and come back and still find my phone. And some of you, you don't leave the phone. They tell you, bring the phone. Because there's no difference to rebuke for your sake. His hands are tied. It's time to become an aggressive giver. As he speaks. As he speaks. As he speaks. As he speaks. And was I hearing, I want to thank the Lord. I just got a contract of 86 million. <laughs> Don't lie to the Lord. Apostle 86 million. 86. Show me the papers. See, here it is. Jesus. Uh, brethren, I want to thank the Lord. I just hit a contract with the, with the World Bank. We'll be doing it in Bahasa State. And um, my profit will be about 48 million. Tell that boy to wait. Wait. What did you say? 8 million or 48? I said 48. 4, 8. Yes. It's true. Who knows it is true? So I look at the email. Stitch. Your mates are doing all this. I want to thank the Lord. I'm 37 years old. I just established my hospital. And um, it is a 48-bed hospital. You're looking like, where is This testimony, you don't know our church. So my son, teach them how to give. Teach them. Teach them. Children become the way their father raised them. I wish I had my prophecy notes here to read it to you. Is how your father raised you, you will be. I felt I was qualified, not teaching you about giving, just qualified. So now, I teach them. I want to thank the Lord. I just bought a house. I bought a house for this. <sighs> You bought a house. 
last year Shiloh, I sacrificed my five month salary and I just want to thank God. I just bought a house and it was a house and so and so you you bought you I'm looking at now you bought a house. Because when God told him, he obeyed. So the most I went to the owner of a house. People had already settled to pay for it. The owner said they should not pay for, they should not buy it. That that small boy should buy for it and pay for it instrumentally. And as he was coming out of the building like this, he got an alert for five million naira to do the first down payment. That money does not know your phone. Don't you have a phone number? You see why we are where we are? When God told you that day, you saw the money, said, this is, this, sow it. You have to say, no, yeah, sow it. Maybe because I'm around Christians. Let me go far from church for a few weeks. So you stop coming to church during the period of the Lord, so it. when the money finished, you came back. I pray for breakthrough at the altar. Stop playing on the keyboard, please. Let me read you something and I'll let you go tonight. See, a lot of you don't know why, why you're where you are. Give me Genesis 8. Begin from verse 20. And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. And the Lord smelt a sweet savour, and the Lord said is that I will not again cause the ground anymore for man's sake. God has cursed the ground because I will not cause it again. Notice that Noah didn't pray to end the cause. God cursed the ground. He says, cursed the ground for man's sake. The man offered of every clean beast as first fruit. And God said, I will not again cursed the ground for man's sake. Uh-uh. Lord, the man did not ask for it. I smelled the sweet savour. I smell. When did you bring a sweet savour? Then you know that this thing you offered, as you are giving it, tears is running down your eyes. When? When last did you do it? When last did you do it? Because many of you, God wants to turn your story in this year. If you like, don't say amen. I will not again cause the ground for man's sake. Watch this. For the imagination of a man's of man's heart is ill from his youth. Neither again when I smile any more believe anything as I have done. Do you know that the cause of this man, God made a covenant. Next. As while the earth remaineth, seed time and harvest, cold and heat, summer, winter, day and night shall not say, God swore. Why will you follow every clean beast? Offer one beast, I'll be satisfied. The man offered every clean beast. He didn't need to pray. There was no need to pray. The Lord told me to give a minister 200,000 naira. Today we, we wired many times over that money to the minister. Two hundred thousand. 
many times over. Why had it? I just in my heart, this is what I want to do. 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 You think there will be somebody now God will speak to somewhere in another ministry or in another country to give me money. He says, Ah, Lord, let me add more to it. A minister of God met a senior minister and gave him, he said, a thousand dollars or so. And um, I said, Give me a thousand dollars. And uh, Mr. said, should sit down and wrote him four times the check. Give him $4,000. He said, God told him that when he meets him, anything he's sourcing to his life, you give him $4,000. Mr. was telling Andrew Mark, he said, if I knew, I'd give him $10,000 or even more. God told him, he said, when he meets you, any amount he gives you, multiply it by four and give it back to him. He went to give him $1,000. So the man wrote a check of 4,000 said, God told me that when I meet you, anything you give me, I should give you four times. And that doesn't mean you go and meet me and say, <laughs> he didn't tell God. He just, he didn't know what God told him. He said, because if he knew, he would have given him more. Am I right? Well, some people that would be sitting preaching and say, okay, Lord, I'm going to give apostle. I pray he gives me four times what I'm giving. He may be surprised that I will, I will be told to reject the offering. I rejected offerings before. Until you take it, I sew it back into your life. Sir, please now, no. Take it. Also, the motives were wrong. I saw the seed I'll be able to get close to him and influence him. Give it his warfare. There are some of you, it's not clear what you should do with your life. It's not clear at all. It's not clear. Like what he said in Genesis, I think chapter 45, beginning from 46. Forty-six. Said, and Israel took his journey with all that he had and came to Beersheba and offered sacrifices unto the God of his father, Isaac. Next. And God spake unto Israel in the night vision of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob, he said, Here am I. Next. He says, and he said, I am God, the God of thy father. Fear not to go down into Egypt. For make a man stronger, branch, toast, shakalikat. He says, test me. If I will not settle your destiny. He says, test me if I will not settle your destiny. Fear not to go down into Jim for I will malicate a katakas alligators. He says, many think this is a joke. They don't know it's serious business. He says, test me. If I will not settle in destiny. If I will then make of thee a great nation. Next. I will go down with thee. I will go down. You've sacrificed. I will go down with thee into Egypt. And I also bring thee up again. And Joseph shall put his hand on Pernas. You will die there. And he will bring you back. A young man approached a lady in our church for marriage. And the lady said she will not agree that he's not a giver. 
he shuts down his own destiny by his stinginess. She said she will not agree he is not a giver. And that lady is a builder. She can build any man's life. So she will not agree because she's not a giver. I wonder how many people are refusing to help you because you are not a giver. I wonder how many people are refusing to help you. You held on to money so much. Look at you. Look at you. How blessed would your life be by now? If you had been generous. How blessed would your life be by now? How blessed would your life be by now? How blessed would your life be by now? If you were generous. I look at some of you. That God has ordained for greatness. For wealth. And it's so far from you. can show you more in scripture how this thing is warfare it's warfare when David offered his sacrifice the Bible says the plague was stayed see there are many things you're dealing with in your family that it's if you're generous it will just end Many things, many things, many things, many, many things. Lady in our ministry, things were working against her. And she came to my wife because her marriage was a very terrible marriage. And I told my wife, I said, that lady ought to give a sacrificial seed. I said, but we will not tell her. Let's look as though we're looking for money. She said, she knows my wife. Said, so let's be quiet. One day when in service like this, and the Lord spoke to her. She was there. And I heard that she cried out during that service. Maybe Pastor Jenny remember that day. And the woman was told by the Lord to give half a million. And that was a monthly allowance. And she gave the monthly allowance. She gave the monthly allowance. And everything just turned in her favor. In her husband's house. So Jenny's daughter could not pass MBBS. And she released her first fruit. The daughter was writing, will not pass, write, will not pass, write, will not pass. She passed it. She's a medical doctor today. I wonder what is being held back because you are being stingy. Go. Go and ask her. When Josie came to him and said, that means this first fruit, there's more. There's more than what I know. I started investigating these things. Who would have tied not being able to pass MBBS to mother's first fruit? Because when mother gave first fruit, seed possessed the gate of our enemies. See, 
You don't even know how you are delaying yourself, delaying your children, delaying, bow your heads right now and talk to God. Jesus said, if you're not faithful in a righteous mammon, who will commit your trust? The true riches. There's so much God has for you, but you'll be so stingy. Some of you, God has lands for you that you won't need to pay for it to be a gift. Some of you, it's grace to buy properties half price, contracts beyond the country. But you are so stingy. You don't believe in giving. If you like, listen to what the Spirit of God said this evening. He said, Test me if I will not set to your destiny. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Talk to the Lord. Whatever it tells you to do, do it. If you are serious, you say, Lord, what do you want from me? My destiny must turn. My life must turn. Ask him, what do you want from me? Young and old, what do you want from me? A little boy gained a scholarship when he gave away his bicycle. He said, that's the sacrifice I have. And miraculously, Bishop Wedipo gave that boy a, a scholarship. Talk to the Lord. Ask him, Lord, what do you want from me? Ask him, Lord, what do you want from me? What do you want from me? What do you want from me? What would that have me do? And let the Lord release that word and you release it. It may hurt you. You may cry. You're coming a precious seed. But you will doubtless come again rejoicing. Bringing your shears with you. Don't be presumptuous. Lord, what do you want? Your, your, your sacrifice. And things will turn around in your favor. Once you hear it from him, write it down and ask him for grace to fulfill it. Nobody's going to ask you for any paper. We don't do that here. We let you leave you to your God and your conscience. Like we left that lady to our God and our conscience. Hallelujah. Father, we give you thanks for your word. We ask that you speak to each one of us in this place. And tell us what you want. Father, reveal to me what you want from me. What you want me to give. What you want me to, to give up. What you want me to let go. Reveal to me, Father. Reveal to each of us, Father. We honor you, Father. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to this message. As we preach the full message of this new life, our goal is to raise the people who are like Jesus by exposing them to the influence of God's word and his spirit in an atmosphere of love so that they may be able to take the love of God, the word of God, and the healing power of God to every individual within their sphere of contact. For more information on how you can get other messages by Apostle David Wally Fessor, 
visit us at Charismatic Renaissance International Church, kilometer 9 and 10, along Isaac Boro Expressway, Biogolo, Yenegua Bioso State. You can also visit our website at crichurch.org. Follow us on Facebook at Charismatic Renaissance or call 003-382-7072 or 005-120-4708. God bless you.